Hello everybody, this is Chris Atkinson from the Sincast. The following recording is a mini-pod that we recorded during Sin Week for Bloodshot. At the end of this, there will be some discussion concerning movies in the age of coronavirus that will be out of date. That's how fast everything is moving. We didn't know theaters were going to shut down after this. We didn't know how serious everything was about to become. And we're going to sound like dicks. And we are, but that's besides the point. So if one day you guys have kids, and one of them, when he's eight years old, accidentally sets fire to the living room rug, go easy on him, okay? All that to say, I hope everyone is practicing proper social distancing and hand washing and not touching their face, and I hope everybody's doing well. Without further ado, here's the Sin Week mini-pod of Bloodshot. I maybe just broke Sin Week and I'm sorry. <laughs> Is this not something we talk about? Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from Cinema Sins, joined as always by the voice of Cinema Sins, Jeremy Scott. That's me. And from Music Video Sins, Barrett Share. Yo. And the so-called B Team, Jonathan Watkins. Hello. And Aaron Dicer. Idly Ho, Cinderinos. And Danae Hughes. I'm a girl. And today we're doing a mini pod. Bloody pod. Of Bloodshot. I guess it's better than. I guess you it's better than no shoddy pod. Time. <laughs> it's true. It should not have been a surprise. Yeah, no, it's it just not. where you went with it, I guess. <laughs> we were doing a mini, mini pod of Bloodshot. Last year, we had us uh, at Sin Week. This yeah. week, we have Bloodshot. <sighs> will it be as successful? <laughs> Only time will tell. Um, okay, so what did you guys think of Bloodshot? The Vin Diesel Let's vehicle. Let's let the idiots go first. Like the ones that oh, like I'm sorry. <laughs> Who liked it? Barrett did. At least he indicated. Oh yeah, that's right. Because you guys it. gave away your opinions on Twitter last night. That well, he did, and he sort of did, and I definitely did. All right, look. <laughs> okay. All right. Hold on. Okay. It was. It was. I had fun. That's good. I'm glad that you didn't try. I had fun. No, no, no. no. I had fun. Okay. There's. There's a few things this movie has going for it. It has a higher than normal comic book movie concept. All right. Some of the normal tropes were subverted, oh. which I appreciated. It has probably lesser than average uh, CG, especially when it comes to the fight scenes. I had fun with it. Uh, I thought there was stuff to like. There were st stretches that were weirdly boring, in, 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 including the action sequences, weirdly enough. Uh, <laughs> like, but like an hour and 45 minute boring stretches. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was a little bit better than your standard average non-MCU fare. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I had a good time. I was also, we always put this in the context in which we're, uh, we're, the mood that we're in when we see a movie, that kind of thing. We were with all of you guys. I was with my buddies. I was trying to distract myself from news and stuff like that. I think I was looking to have a good time. All right. And it yeah, delivered totally. enough of it. This is not a good movie. Okay, good. That's but all, that's all I wanted to hear I you had say. fun with it. <laughs> uh, what I wanted to say is if you don't know how to shoot or edit action, the fuck are you making an action movie for? Totally yeah. agree. Like, the MCU looks at this movie and goes, man, we are the kings of editing fight <laughs> <laughs> It's horrible. Yep. I couldn't follow any action scene at all in terms of w who was doing what and why. And it, it just felt like somebody who had never made an action film before. And that's the person that was like, I know what will make it interesting. 
flower. Well, this was. Mm-hmm. This, <laughs> so this was. It was, was um, man. That scene. You. you that scene starts with him walking through flower like it's the most important thing to ever happen <laughs> in cinema. Slow motion. I know. Like, so, well, there are a lot of self-important. So this shots is Dave this Wilson, real quick. This is his directorial debut. Oh, no. He has done. He's a visual effects guy. He worked on Love, Death, and Robots, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Uh, well, and that explains it. And a bunch of video games. So, all right. Well, yeah, I mean, that all explains it. I would yep. not make my first movie an action film with several hand-to-hand combat scenes if I didn't know how to do that. Um, and that was the biggest problem with the whole film for me. Did you ever uh, see uh, Dolomite Is My Name? Not quite yet. So there's a, there's a point in there where Wesley Snipes' character is directing uh, Eddie Murphy's character, and it's the first fight scene. And he's swinging, you know, he's an old man, and you can tell he's not landing anywhere near them, and they're falling down and everything. And Wesley Snipes' character is drunk, and he's like, is there any way we can cut or shoot this where it looks like he's actually fighting? And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it looks like. It looks like Vin, Vin Diesel like, was all gnarled up and everything, but like he could only throw one punch before getting tired. So he would like, take a breather, and then they film him doing another <laughs> punch, but then uh, edit it all together. Uh, I'm tired of this Vin Diesel persona that he has to have in every yeah. movie. This action where he's just... It's, He's always got to talk about how tough he is. Mm-hmm. I always and, come home. Yeah, <laughs> and just like you know, you better you better hope you kill me because I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna kill you even more than you killed me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the type of things that I get tired of with Vin Diesel in general. It's like it's that like I know you're not just a meathead. Yeah. I know you're not, but because you look the way you do, they yeah. always give you those kind of lines. They did give him that moment, you know, in the season. CGI created universe at the end where he's like, you know, I'm more than just this repeated thing. I want to break. I was that was close. That, that was that's closer. true. That's he he kind of got but there a little bit. If that was if that was something as sort of a, a meta comment on his own career or anything. You make a good point because this is like watching Stallone in the late 80s and just being frustrated as hell because Vin Diesel is a really good like he's intelligent as hell like he's really smart he's a really good writer he's apparently a really good director I know he got he got into all this making short films. Uh, he's a smart guy. And even early on, he did, like, the Sidney Lumet film that was pretty interesting. Buy Me Guilty. Yeah, he did Boiler Room. Mm-hmm. Um, but then and, and, then, and he even said no to Fast and the Furious sequels. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't going to do those. He wasn't going to do that. And then, of course, after uh, he did Riddick, I feel like maybe he kind of, you know, he did the sequel to that. That didn't do well. He did, like, A Man Apart didn't do well. So then I think he felt like he kind of had to get back into Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. And then that took off. Yeah. And then now we have what he thinks everybody wants to see. He may be very well trapped in that whole thing because of uh, the way he looks, unfortunately. And, you know, uh, you know, it's, (laughs) I I mean, if you find, you find the work where you can find it, but man, I'm just tired of hearing him do those macho lines, man. I'm so tired of it. He's got two speeds. He's got mumbly, grumbly, and he's got (laughs) shouty. You know, and, uh, and granted, there are reasons for this. We find out later, which we'll get into in spoilers, but like when he comes back from the mission or whatever, like he's the only one that's got a girl waiting for him, yeah, you know. Yeah, and he's yeah. like got to say to the guy, "This is why we come back." And you know, it's just like everything is centered around. It's kind of like The Rock. I mean, The Rock does this shit too, where mm-hmm. he and he makes it all. He kind of focuses everything on him. And while this movie did have some interesting supporting characters, typically that's who gets left to the side. And you know, and it just I don't know. It just it's not an interesting thing. Like I feel like I don't know. I just it's just not very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, I think this movie's terrible. Okay. Um, it, it, and I, I do like to start with the good things I can find. And I think, Barrett, the thing you said that I zoned in on is the world building and the concept. There's actually a seed of something that could be really interesting Absolutely. here. I am on the record as, like, you know, put mechanical stuff in me. You know, like, make, make me a robot. Like, I love that idea that science will be able to figure out, you know, bio, you know, kind of, st well, I mean, I, I have actually a machine in me now after my heart episode, right? Yeah. Like this idea that we can, you know, enhance ourselves in that way is fascinating to me. So that's, that would be fun to explore. I think, you know, the problem is this movie has no interest in actually being clever about how to explore that. It just, it uses it as an, as an excuse to, uh, I, I guess, try to make an action movie and just do all the things that action movies are, all the boxes that they're supposed to check and just do it all poorly. So, mm. you Am know. I the only one that thinks this would have made a better show than a movie? Like, Possibly. I feel like everything happens super fast in yeah. this movie. Yeah. Well, it's interesting you say that there's an interesting idea here. There's literally fucking hundreds of issues of comic books that they, you know, I mean... Right. I mean, this is, you know, this is a de an adaptation. So, yes, there's a ton of shit they could have done. Well, they didn't even really do the meta stuff enough. Like, the idea yeah. of the, the first thing that we see, well, I don't, I guess I get, we're not in spoilers necessarily yet, are we? So, we, no, we, but we'll, we'll get to those Let's soon. get there soon. <clears throat> um, so, anyways, but, you know, there's, there's a meta concept to this that could mm -hmm. have also been really interesting. And they're just, they're not, I, they weren't interested in the same things I would have been interested in seeing more of and thinking more about. Well, fuck so. that movie. Though. Yeah, let's go ahead and grade it and go into spoilers. <laughs> uh, I think the I think if there are people out there who listen to our mini pods just to hear the grade, if they haven't seen the movie yet and they don't want to hear the spoilers, then we should just get into spoilers as soon as we can. So let's just go ahead and grade it, Barrett. Uh, I give it a C plus. That mm. that's that's enough for me right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm actually going to give it a C. I, it's, I don't think it's terrible, but it's not good. It, it's, it's a very, very just average, mm -hmm. average, average movie. C minus. Yeah, I'm C minus as well. It's my least favorite grade, C minus. My least favorite movies are C minuses. Does that make any sense? No. Your least favorite grade is, is C, C minus? minus. Yeah, because it's more fun to talk about a movie that you think is an F or even a D. Oh, like C true. minus is just, yeah, C minus. Yeah. What did you think? Yeah. <laughs> Me too. What, yeah. <laughs> what are you giving that six percent that you watch? I don't. I don't know how to grade it. It changes for me a lot, but it's in the C's somewhere. Did you like it at all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it made. I, and, and, and I'm forgetting the actor's name right now, but the guy who plays the Winifred uh, Wine and whatever his name oh, was, Lamont oh. Moore. Guy Pierce. Lamont. Oh, Lamont Morris. Lamont Morris. Yeah. yeah. Morris. Who's from Game Night yeah. and who. For some reason, does this with a British accent. Yeah, uh, as uh, we we were discussing last night, he's, American, he's an American right? actor, yeah. so he's he's a doing the Don Cheadle thing from Ocean's <laughs> Eleven and everything. Uh, but uh, but he he almost saves this movie. Oh, yeah, he's a bright no, I think that's sure. why I'm giving it a C. Yeah, I think he's 100 percent why I'm giving right. it a C. 100 percent. Did you find him funny? Oh, not yeah. a, not as funny uh, as these guys did. I, oh, the, maybe it was uh, our theater. I I I felt whoa, don't blame whoa, your theater. Wow, don't I blame, blame the theater. people we watched the movie with. <laughs> oh, a bunch of humorless oh, pricks. No, no, no. <laughs> Listen, if you don't think the group you watch something with has an impact on how, like, because we weren't laughing at those moments. Maybe oh, they were right. laughing at those. Oh, moments we were. We were all dying. asleep like, in that window. There were a couple right. of them we laughed at. <laughs> the I have to get moments, more friends moment was hilarious. So so it might have been partially that, but also there was a lot of tryhard to it and maybe it was because the rest of it was so dull to me it just felt like it stood out in a weird way that was 
You can see the rest of them not trying. Yes, so yeah, trying. yes, exactly. So it, it's fair. almost That's interesting fair. that we were the ones who laughed and thought that that kind of brought it up, but they still gave it a C minus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, what did you like? <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's go on to spoilers, and um, you know, if you if you're, if you're watching or listening, uh, get the fuck out. Miss Luke's father is actually Darth Vader. She's, she's the sister and the daughter. They just no, 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 no. I'm reading the books. Hey, can I, can I start off with a question? Uh huh. At what point does Guy Pierce bring him in? Because what we see at the beginning of the movie is a Fugazi, right? Yeah. Because those are the constructed memories. But yeah. he has died. I think, we it, I think it's in the middle because there's a point where he sees all the people he's killed in that same scenario. Right. And there's multiple. There's more than two. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah so yeah. I think it's in the middle. I think it's five years-ish. At least someone last five years. But he died before years. that yeah. that whole thing he, even happened, here's the right? most, Yeah, here's the most disappointing yes. thing to me as someone who's read the com a lot of the comic is that the comic is very much centered around the well, – a lot of it is centered around the mystery of who he is, why he died, and uh, why he's doing, why they're doing what he, they're doing. So we're not them. supposed to know, even though the movie doesn't go well, out of its way to tell us that, we're not really to supposed to. To skip to the ending, though, but I don't think the movie gives a shit because at the end, Vin Diesel says, oh, you know, our past don't matter. And that's when I was just kind of like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly, this is just all about Vin Diesel punching people. Mm -hmm. And... Um, the mystery aspect they just are choosing to just fucking ignore. Okay. Which yeah. is really annoying. I do have uh, a mean, question. I don't, that'd be interesting yeah. to me. Because my husband decided to talk to me at a very crucial moment in the movie, and I have no idea why he turns red. Because he was talking to me right well, when they explained red? it. Like when he turns, gets a glowy thing? Yeah. He turns like kind of bluish silver, whatever. That's when is his it? Like nanobites yeah. are like going out or like losing power or something. Anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that he is was explaining like they had to have energy or be re yeah. replenished somehow. Do you, do you somehow? remember the mouse dying when you got all sad? Remember it was that? really sad. Okay, that's that was a <laughs> foreshadowing. That was foreshadowing the idea that the nanites have... You but know, heat they that have they put out and power that they put out and they can't. So he was over using right. his nano powers. Uh, technically, okay. they said overclocking his That's right. That's mm -hmm. what they said. Which I found to be a bit of irresponsible techno battle. <laughs> <laughs> so he yeah. essentially is eternal, right? If he doesn't overclock, I guess. But yeah. he did. Yeah. He but overclocked the with, the with end, a bomb. The the Wiggins says he's over. He, he's overclocking. If yeah. he gets down to zero, I won't be able to save him. Then he just saves him after. Yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. and he gets where he's like he's like I'm just I can't remember what his name was. Or he's like I'm just Adam whatever. And uh, and then he explodes. So yeah. yeah. So how Ray. did they put him back together? Ray. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah Ray at gets, that point, he's supposedly not even nano guy anymore. Yeah. Because right? yeah. the bad guy says now yeah. you're just Ray, and he goes that's enough. And then <laughs> yeah. he should. Literally, literally explode. explode. And that's are, one of those like, things. How do they put the, all the atoms back together listen, to make yeah. another Vin Diesel body? Are you questioning what Vin Diesel's body can and cannot do? <laughs> Definitely <laughs> questioning <laughs> what Vin Diesel's body I, can. I do have another, like, the moment whenever he realizes he's got, like, superpowers, I just, I don't understand. It's just not for me, I guess. Do people like watching swole dudes work out? Yes. Really? <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, because there's like Do this, you even lift, there's, bro? Right? And he's just over there, and it's like, what else What's is he going to lift? What's wrong with you, bro? And then What's he goes wrong? over to potentially like a load-bearing beam, and yeah. she starts beating it. I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, I think that's a pretty that's a pretty typical comic book origin thing, though. People, they're trying to figure out their strengths. Like, Spider-Man's trying to figure out yeah, that's what true. he can do on the, like, how how far he can do it with the web. It was pure unbreakable for me when yeah. I saw it. Oh, no, it was absolutely unbreakable. Yeah. Made me want to be watching Unbreakable. Yeah, he's like lifting the thing yeah. with like, you know, the absurd amount of weight. I'm wondering why he's even working out. My God, you got yeah. nanites, dude. Go watch a movie. That's your Captain America on a punching bag. Exactly. Thing, you why know? does he like, even need to work well, out? I, don't th- I think he's just—I think he's just figuring out how much strength he has. I don't know that he's he is, but he has that fucking it. spot, yeah. and he does both yeah. arms yeah. like he's actually doing. Oh yeah, he's, he's going to be in there for hours. <laughs> yeah, <doing that>. yeah. <laughs> I did go into Sinbrain for a second when he punched through that bag with you know closed fist and comes out and opens his hand and there's. Sanded. I'm like, how did that sand get in his hand? Yeah. Yeah, he, if you want to talk about sand can sift in there. <laughs> yeah, if sure. you want to talk about sin brain, okay. So he realizes his wife might not have died, right? And oh. Wigan says, don't connect to the network, or they'll be able to track you. Use this phone. It goes to a satellite. He types in Gina Garrison. I know, and it shows up. <laughs> then goes and finds out that she's remarried five years ago and has kids. How did he find her by searching for her under his own married name? Mm. His name is Garrison. Her name's not Garrison. Maybe he took her name when they uh, got together. (laughs) What what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) There's no gravity in space. (laughs) I was like, because he typed in Gina Garrison. I was like, well, that was easy, right? Right, right. Google just pins a map for a person when you type their name in. But then he goes to see her and finds out that there's a five years thing. And I'm like, he should never have found her by that name. Did uh, did she get remarried, though? Do we know that she got remarried? Well, even if she didn't... Well, because I'm, she said, I, know, I know at least one person that I know has their, their, their original married name, but they've moved on with other people and they have other kids. Well, and I, okay, I'm not trying to criticize real people. I'm just trying to <laughs> no, talk no, about... Just, like, he it, should not have been able to find her by yeah. searching for her by it that It was way name. too easy. Well, and the, considering the technology that they're showing, which is like, whatever it is, is God mode hacking. Yeah. You know, What's he doing? Just, What's he doing? He's finding which ones if, are in a convoy. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, they type it. She, if you type... I mean, it's it's supposed... I mean, this movie is stupid, right? Right. They just put in the put in the name, and then, of course, it's if it doesn't come up with that, uh, if, it's, if that's not her name, it's going to come up with another name that she's on yeah my point is how god mode it is he's supposed to be he has to be surprised by the reveal at the front door that she's moved on so he types gina garrison for the movie audience i get you so that we're not fooled i was also troubled by the fact that they he kills the barris dude right and then drives out in the car and and back at headquarters are like we're following he's moving in the car we got him but they still aren't connected to him but they're tracking him by satellite that's how the two thugs know where to show up to, to beat him up. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they get there, one of the thugs goes, put a tracker on him. And they send some <laughs> cameras up into the sky so they can track him. You got there by tracking him. <laughs> what the fuck are we I doing? Thought, I thought the cameras were for the blind guy. Well, that he was, he the, was also they like were. directing him. For the okay. Still. Yeah. By the way, that guy was, I mean. That poor bastard. That poor motherfucking blind bastard. Right? I was ready to root for that. It was Philip from uh, from The Ables. All grown up. Yeah, well, what okay. a weird turn. <laughs> <laughs> with, with tech and stuff. But he seemed genuinely nice. He seemed like he had a connection with Groot. And then he, like, he just fucking... Groot. Like, <laughs> and, but he kind of like half-heartedly fought him at the end. But then he was trying to... And then he died. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, I told the, you to the, hang on, and he the, kicks him off the well, elevator. Well, the, the, the Sam Hewen character, the Dalton, the guy who becomes the scorpion at the end of the movie, he, um, um, yeah, he's just, <laughs> like, he's at 100, like, right from the get-go. Yeah. He's chewing the fuck out of that gum, man. There was, a, there yeah. was we saw that Mystery Science, the, not, uh, not Mystery Science, whatever they do now. We saw Red the Night, Night of the Living Dead. And yeah, that yeah. one guy, and they're just like, I'm just going to stay at 100 or whatever. Yeah, that guy's yeah. just always like, that's who you reminded yeah, me of. Yeah, uh, it's almost like there was originally supposed to be like this team that they were going to really yeah. develop, but then they just said, fuck it, this is Vin Diesel. Also, like how he's got like an Iron Spider exosuit, but he waits until the very last scene to use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't you use that when you went out to capture the dude? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's all, now it's serious. Well, he I even makes, the, he even makes the comment, though. He's like, we finally get to use this cool shit. But that's dumb. Take <laughs> yeah. it on the road. I know, I know. <laughs> you could have caught him at the halfway point of the movie. Um, here's a question Is Guy Pierce uh, typecast now? As Guy Pierce. I didn't, I didn't mind. He played him. this in Prometheus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He played this in Iron Man 3. Yeah. And now he's here. I mean, as soon as he showed up, and as soon as I saw his mechanical arm, his mechanical arm, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he's a bad guy. Yep. He's bad a bad guy. guy. He yeah. has the funniest moment in the movie, though, for me. It's a line delivery. But when uh, the first time, before we know that like he's a bad guy, mm-hmm. or well, I mean, we know, but before the movie tells us he's a bad guy, um, and he's acting like, oh, what, you escaped. You got to come back, that whole bit. And then Vin Diesel makes the comment, I always come home. And then Guy Pierce is like, I always come home. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Just yeah. the way he delivers that line, and I was dying. Yeah. I knew he was a bad guy with the line, you got yourself killed. Because if, it was, if he was a positive person, he would have been like, well, you know, you died in combat or mm. you were murdered. But he said, you got yourself killed, mm. which is really indifferent. And then just a couple minutes later, I think he's when he he talks about his strong arm and he punches a table. It's like, yeah, yeah that guy is no. not good. I think they do a good job, though, of hiding the fact that, like, the Toby Kebble character isn't, though. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, that aspect of it, I think, is where they hide it well. And, and Toby they reveal it 20 minutes into the movie. Well, you kind of, I mean, you ha- I mean for, for, to be fair, the way they're telling the story, you have to. Well, yeah, that's why yeah. I think it would have made a better show. Like, because that's, that's Maybe, interesting. Yeah. No, I, I would love to see this as a show. Yeah. I really thought too that at the end, so that you know, Vin goes over and he's um, infiltrated the tech place too, and he goes up the top. And I really thought that it was going to be like she was also turned into like a bio person, and he was going to meet her or something. Like that, there was two of them that they were both going to have like this tech battle. That would have been pretty badass. Going back to the Toby Kebble thing, though, uh, it just made me think of this because you're talking about being meta. I did find it interesting though that we find out that's like the 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 tech guys, like uh, like what he wrote into the program. Yeah, like yeah. that was his idea of like a villain where he's doing. So you see well, like the crazy dance and stuff, and you're like. What what I, mean, I remember Chris was even like what the fuck is well, you know, this is going on? Yeah. This is why I said the meta stuff could, yeah. have, could have worked so well because it is one of those things like when we write sin scripts right like where sometimes you write something you have to go back oh I get it now like there's stuff I'm thinking in the, that first scene yeah. like this is so cheesy and mm-hmm. ridiculous yeah. and I sort of love the dancing <laughs> the dancing or whatever and it's like oh but that's because it's written you know that's actually kind of smart by a cheesy yeah because yeah, yeah, Guy yeah. Pierce is like guy. no you've done enough you've done enough cliches the psycho killer serial right, killer yeah. you know he's just like it, it, I don't mind your scars I just mind the stories <laughs> yeah. you know yeah there was something really up when you, know, you see a couple and they're shot in this particular way when we don't know that we're in a repeat repeat and they're both wearing like wedding white 
you know, like you know something's gonna go wrong. And I was like, mm. this is you this just is know it. such a cliche. Yeah. What, what do they call it? Fridging, right? When the the way the superhero gets their motivation is because a woman is in danger mm. or killed or whatever. I was like, this is so cliche fridging, and it or that was that's exactly what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. Because Guy Pearce was like, yeah, yeah. But then the movie comes but back around at the end and, do and does again. the real Same thing. thing. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yes. That's doesn't what I'm even, doesn't even know what it is saying. Exactly. I mean, to be exactly. fair, so so does a movie like Deadpool. You know, it, no, it I purports agree. to do the same thing and then has that exact ending of a damsel I in distress. Yeah. yeah, there were a few things in that were super annoying. One of them for me, uh, you know, you've got the, 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 the token beautiful female character who has like her underwater moment, which is definitely beautiful and cool. But then at the same time, it's the same, you know, it's the same thing. Okay, now he's going to be okay because he has, you know, he has another person to like live for or whatever. I found that to be really. I like that they didn't get it on. I think she's. I think she's got potential. I think there's something there with her too. Is that uh, Isaac Gonzalez? Mm -hmm. She has a scene in Hobbs and Shaw that really stands out. Like Mm -hmm. she's really. I mean, yeah, because she's so badass. But she's just yeah, she's really badass, and she's only in that one scene. Mm -hmm. And then even in this, like just I, I I mean, she gets to be badass like in that one scene in this and. Yeah, I think she that, was badass really, in many scenes. There's something about I, I'd like to see her like get really like a, the whole team got short. That's true. Yeah, that yeah, whole, yeah. That whole thing like that could have been really awesome if they had just mm-hmm. made it more. If they could have made a team aspect out of yeah, it, yeah. all of them doing their powers and everything. And instead, they just make it where everybody's at opposition to Vin Diesel because yeah. Vin Diesel's a one man army. So she's got fake digi- digilungs that he controls with an Apple Watch. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why does anybody else stay and work for this asshole? Okay, and there's like, this moment right when she's up there and he like cuts off her oxygen and and is like killing her in front of people. And they even look and concerned. They're just like, and I'm like, oh. why do you come to work in the morning? They're making millions, man. Are they? Yeah, man. Even An that secretary full girl of cash. who was talking about six inch when she made her. Oh, really? oh <laughs> man! The that, shot to that woman shaking her head there. Oh, <laughs> oh, funny, God. but why would a woman like that keep working yeah. for the devil? Like. Even the two henchmen guys, did they say something I mean, in the movie about money? I no, but I mean, you. I'm I'm assuming because this is such a like well-funded uh, outfit that these people are getting paid very well. If they were getting paid yeah. five dollars an hour, they're not gonna <laughs> they're not gonna stand for murder. It's true. Yeah. It's like I guess it's, that's true. They're like no, Costco but I feel workers. like even if you were paying me a million dollars, I wouldn't stand for murder. You're not them. Okay. All right. Since we're all in right. that scene, there were two back-to-back moments that were kind of like we talked about triggers yesterday. There are two back-to-back triggers. One was uh, when uh, Ultimate Bad Guy is like, um, now remember what we talked about, which they just talked about like. 20 minutes ago <laughs> and I hate that in a movie it's like do you think that she doesn't have a brain and can remember that you just warned her and then we all saw you try to kill her like that was I don't like it when they do that because it's just like hey dummy do you remember that thing that I just did earlier where I almost killed you and we talked about that thing and it was for a whole bunch of people that pisses me off but then it was right after that she makes a dick joke and I hate that in movies. I don't know how you guys feel about it you have dicks I don't, I don't but like this. the whole thing yeah. where it's like six inches blah 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 it's not that much. Ugh, yeah, it's I not that much. I hate that. Yeah. Well, they, also, statistically that, speaking, six inches is plenty. That's it's not plenty. A, <laughs> it's not a great joke, but I, but like I was just talking about that. The, the cut to the woman shaking her head though was awesome. <laughs> like that sells it a little bit because better. the guy is actually yeah. looking for validation, yeah. which from is one weird. Of the women in yeah, the, <laughs> that's not a lot. <laughs> <just like> <laughs> 
I personally do. I'm kind of tired of it. God, you must hate half the, the scripts we send you then. All right, listen. I haven't just been with one person. Spoiler. Um, one of the best partners I ever had had a super normal dick, and he knew how to use it. And it pisses me off because it's just like normalized dick size. Like, use what you got and learn how to use it well. Thank you for coming to the mini pod. Somebody literally just got up and left. <laughs> <laughs> I, I maybe just broke sin week and I'm sorry. <laughs> Is this not something we talk so, about? Uh, Can we not talk get this about? Out, are you asking does it offend us? I, to it hear the joke? I don't know if it offends. Oh no, you guys. no, no. Somebody making fun of dicks. No, I could care less. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I've been okay. married for so, 15 years. Like, I'm, I'm doing all right. I didn't see hear dick jokes when you're like two years old. Almost. I know. Yeah. I just think it's weird. <laughs> Do you it's like, just a weird thing to me. It's always been a weird thing. So to what me. about vagina jokes? They're rare, well, right? I mean, well, but the comparison would be boob jokes, right? Would be it's the more size boobs, of breasts. Yeah. You, you know, say like vagina jokes are rare, you know, big enough. But I've read enough Aaron Dicer. So think of it. So think of it this. So think of it this way: if the joke was, you know, um, you know, a you know, a B cup's not a big size, and there's like, and you know, went to a guy who's like, like that, you know, like that. That would be like we would find offense to that for women. Yeah, that's I think not she's funny. Saying she's yeah. finding offense to hey, that look. for men. The idea true. that that's a joke, you know, and that women would be like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not. And I look, I've been with B cups before. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. One of the and best she knows how to use them. One that's of my best partners <laughs> ever. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's true, but also comedy <laughs> is subjective, and it, it's you know, it's like it, well, wor- it works this way, but it doesn't work this way, and I'm, that that's true for it, all comedy. Correct, and also there's the element of privilege and power right which why you know it can be you know a joke can work going from one way to the other and not necessarily uh, yeah, that's what but so. i want to know like was this dude walking around the office like telling everybody hey i got six inches right like, mm-hmm. how did she know like that you, was my, a button she could press he, with that well, because he, wrote that. he Maybe. wrote that in the script <laughs> Like it was a big deal. I like, can she handle the whole all. six inches or whatever? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yep. That's so true. he wrote that into the script. See, the movie's so bad, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The stupid script. I actually went. I actually went further with it, thinking that he had slept with that woman that was shaking her. Oh, no. <laughs> I did too. I yeah. thought the same yeah. thing. Yeah. No. Hey, now we... Aaron ruined it. Now this, it's not funny. Sorry. Is this <laughs> still a, a performance review? Is this still on today? Yeah. I mean, oh. it's a constant form of performance okay. review. Yeah. So you. What else can we say that hasn't already been said about this movie? <laughs> mm. uh, I was, much. I, I actually did like part of it. Like the whole idea of there being like a repeat thing and that sort of being, and I didn't read what we were watching beforehand. So that took me off guard and just the subtle nod to how many times he put gum underneath his table. Yeah. Huh. I thought that was clever. Well, see, He walks in and he says something and puts the gun under the gum under the table, and that's t- definite foreshadowing. Yeah, because bef- right, that's the scene where you learn this is all a repeat. Yeah. Uh, so there are there are clever touches here. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's a really good. Concept. It's another Groundhog Day version. It is kind well, of yeah. Times even Groundhog movies Day. do even that. Even outside you know? of the loop, Vin Diesel dies a lot in this movie. Like there's so many shots yeah. of him just shut him down, <laughs> shut him <Yeah>. down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They pack a lot into it, and even though a lot of it's really cliche, it's because they packed so much, you know, into it. A lot of it's expected. I, I did. I think I'm with you, Barrett, in that there's just so much going on. So it was sort of interesting to just shut your brain off and watch something. Yeah. But ultimately, at the end, it was a little bit disappointing. It was kind of cool to see like red-eyed, whatever, whatever he had going on with his glowing chest. That was yes. kind of an interesting idea. 
Oh, and I, but I really didn't like how also, um, what was the, the comedic relief guy's name? Wiggins. Oh, Wiggins, yeah. Um, how he went from like bohemian dude in a beanie to like blinged out. Yo, I also, don't understand that at so all. So he kind of had some sort of transformation where he was super cool, I guess, cliche cool dude too. Yeah. And he says, I've removed all of your restrictions. So now it's like, okay, well then what? What is this going to be? And he says, "You, if you were three before, now you're an 18. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking? About? <laughs> That's arbitrary. <laughs> <right there. laughs> concrete knowledge zero. <laughs> well, we're never going to find out. What a wild ride! We're never going to find out what it means because Vin Diesel said past don't matter. And uh, I think, as has been said before, it's it's unfortunate that this movie isn't so bad that we can talk about a lot of things right, about yeah, how yeah, bad yeah. it was, and it's not good enough." to talk about how many good things it does right. It does yep. have this moment, I thought it was in conversation with us almost, where it was like, he goes, survive this, and I could just hear Jeremy's voice, he survives yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say going into this, I was excited about the idea of Valiant getting some of their properties on screen. I hope they don't stop, because, I mean, and I don't know, I'm mean, not saying continue this story necessarily, but they've got like Archer and Armstrong, Exo Manowar, uh, I mean, they've got a lot of cool comics. Uh, there and I mean they were I think in the 90s I believe that's when they came out where they were trying to compete with Marvel and DC and kind of create their own brand it didn't go that great but then they relaunched 10 years ago or so and um, and they've they've been fairly successful they've been able to kind of like kind of create their own niche and it's been really fun watching them uh, do that and read the comics and it's just kind of a nice a nice different take on superheroes that we're not getting from Marvel and DC and so that was the one thing that was kind of frustrating to me, just like this didn't work as well as I wanted it to because I want to see more. I want to see an Archer and Armstrong movie, and I want to see a bunch of Bloodshot movies, just not with Vin Diesel, apparently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, let's go ahead and open up the floor to questions. Oh, yeah. Question. Everybody, I have a question. Just one more thing. I want the truth. I know more than you. All, All right. right. No, I don't want to be the pointer. Okay, I'll be the pointer. That was a good point. That was like it popped your elbow. Pressure. Thank you. (laughs) I like Um, your shirt, by the way. Oh, thank you. Um, So I wanted to talk about the audio issues with this movie because you guys have talked about how bad the script is, but there are multiple times you you can obviously tell that they had to dub over lines. There's a couple points where Vin Diesel's talking, but his mouth isn't moving. Nice. Huh. Were you guys ever distracted by the dubbing? Hell yes. There were several moments, and, and a lot of movies do this, I understand, but like this was a really particularly bad actor on this one because... Uh, somebody's talking and it cuts to a, you know a shot where the other person is still talking and the other guy is nodding like mm, yeah, yeah, yeah you're saying something awesome uh, the the you can see the person's mouth and it's always just like they're sitting there going like you know <laughs> yeah. their mouth closed and you're just like what did you tell them to do during this reaction <laughs> shot? You mean you're not talking during this thing? Like you're not saying anything? It happened it, to me. It happened a lot with the wife character. Mm. Where you could tell that that just was not her voice that they 
had another voice actress come in and like. I tell you what, that it. is the most impatient little girl ever. Just go back and play, girl. <laughs> Mommy's talking. Oh yeah, but that's that's pretty normal. I was gonna like, say yeah, that yeah, was yeah, real. No, that's that was real. Validation. You know I'm what, just saying Jeremy? that kid said mommy, mommy two different times in like thirty seconds. No, my my I mean my wife will be clearly like having a very in depth conversation with someone or be on the phone. My daughter doesn't give a shit. Mm. Nope, the kid said nope mommy not at twice. all. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That made me the best. Thing ever. Oh <laughs> my god, how many times my child screamed at me before I left today. Yeah. I'm just oh saying, Lord. I was really annoyed by that kid. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh my gosh. Cats don't do that. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. Nope. Anyone else have a question? Oh, I did I did you it. You can do it. Yeah, I'm do doing the pointing. Um, who do you think would have made a better lead character if not for instead of Vin Diesel? Well you you That's gotta good question. Vin Diesel could play the character. You you just I mean, this is script level, I think. This is and director. Mm. I mean, I think there's a lot of things here. Um, Tom Hardy. Ben yeah, Foster. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, but can I we, don't. Can we go comedy and do Ryan Reynolds or something? Like, I mean, well, it's got to be. It fun? I, I think the character needs to be big and beefy. Oh, okay. Like, you can't put, like, you know, Martin Freeman in there. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you can get anybody big. I mean, look at Kamel and Johnny. I mean, yeah, yeah. You I can mean, make anybody get, look jacked, but. That was the first thing. Well, I was think actually thinking Joel Edgerton, uh, and because in the movie Warrior, he and Tom Hardy are both pretty yeah. jacked. And I'll then tell I thought you of Tom Hardy. Put the Rock in there. He'd have some fun with it. But he no, can't act. That was, and he would Neither make. Neither can Vin. And he but would, That's the point. We're trying to make it good. And he would make he it about himself it too. I don't know. It's I. I, I Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney. Is <laughs> <laughs> that fucking Jai Courtney? Oh, and I just yeah. think, I think Vin can act. I mean, I think we've seen that in the past. He actually can act. He just can't well, now. Acting is not acting. <laughs> no, it's well, not well, even that. Like I'm talking like Boiler Room and Find Me Guilty. And I mean, he he pitch. He's good as Riddick. Like the first Pitch Black movie. He's good in that. Movie. I don't know. In the Iron I don't know if he could act in this. I couldn't think of his name, so I had to look him up. But Kellen Lutz uh, really looks the part. Uh, he was in Twilight. He was like one of the brothers in Twilight. He's been in a bunch of like directed video movies with like Bruce Willis and people mm. like that. But I don't know. How, he's in the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. I don't know how great of an actor he'd be in the part, but he's a really, he looks that part. Mm. Hmm. So. Yep. Any suggestions? Right. I just did a Google search for beefy muscular actors. So just give me a minute. <laughs> you need a, you need a second to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of really great options here. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, who's next? So I had uh, two comments, and I had a question at the end of it. Um, so the to answer your question early, I think that the entire film's supposed to be reconstructed memories. So mm -hmm. because even at the mission that they're going and getting the one hostage, mm -hmm. they're changing stuff in that room. Yes. Yeah. So yes. I think that everything that we're seeing is yes. simulation. I agree. Yeah. Oh, and some of it's memory that he's just being fed so that he then goes and has motivation to kill the next guy. So we have no context but whatsoever about exactly. his real, his real right. life right. before yeah. no, he died. No, and that's exactly. a problem. Yeah. I think that's a problem because that's, mm -hmm. I mean, like he's saying, some of it could be real, some of it couldn't, but they're not going to bother to tell you. And right. so that ad, that takes away from the story. Yeah. yeah. And then as far as the uh, the people in the lab not sure what to do, they're saying that they he's wanting to send Vin Diesel out to kill all these guys because they helped write the code. Mm -hmm. So he's sending them all out, or he's sending Vin Diesel out to kill those guys. So they're waiting to go to market so that they can own the entire yeah. project. 
So, so I there's think a that's, big payday coming. So there's a big payday, which is, I think, why they're like, we don't want to let this happen, but we're yeah. also going to pay out. So. And they fear for their lives because everybody yeah. who goes rogue Would you killed. let me die for $30 million? <gasps> no. Whoa. Oh. I think they're partly saving Was that an lives. offer? That was fast. Maybe they don't know what they're getting into initially. Well, that's, the, that's where I thought he was out, going, was yeah. that they're afraid he's going to send Vin Diesel after them if that's they say something. Too, yeah. It yeah. also becomes like a cult, right? Where you just have somebody yeah. who you admire and they's, oh, he's done all these amazing things. Things and everything, and these people work for him, and he's been fine up until this point. But now it's getting close to the, yeah. to the you know. You're like, I want to leave, but this this girl that has a breathing apparatus is really hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think I may still have a chance with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But, All uh, six inches of me. Right. <laughs> but I guess the last question, or the last thing I have that becomes a question is, I think the biggest problem with this film is that we find out that his wife is already you know, moved on, not dead, but either way, not going to be in his life. So he has no stakes. He either dies, which he doesn't care because he's already willing to kill himself over anything anyways. So what do you think would have given some sort of stakes so that we actually care whether or not he did explode and, you know, couldn't be saved at the end? I don't know. I was thinking when, when he talks to her at the doorway and you find out it's been five years, I was pretty sure... Guy Pierce was going to send somebody after her by the climax of the movie, and Vin would still be trying to save her, even though she wasn't his lady anymore. That didn't happen. I don't know if that would have been better, but that's what I was pretty sure was going to happen. I think the stakes could have been personal freedom. I think there's a real theme there that they could have locked into on the idea of feeling controlled and I'm feeling like your life isn't your own and that you're always being controlled by your job or your boss or your whatever. Like there's a connecting point there that we've all felt in one way or another of, man, my life isn't my own. And if they could have find a way to like, you know, underline those theme points throughout the movie, that could have been his, his motivating factor in his yeah, states, or even like finding his own life. Remove the memories that were false. So he, right, didn't, he yeah. wasn't haunted with someone that he loved being murdered over and over and right, over again. What's real, what's not, what am I making up myself? Like that's connective stuff. It just, yeah. it's not interested in that. So even though Guy Pierce was typecast in this thing, do any of you think that they might've wanted to get him because it's another movie where there's a guy whose memory is being erased so that he can go out and commit revenge <laughs> time yep. and time again. <laughs> yeah, I did think, you, you mentioned this at the end of the, yeah. the screening last night, and I thought that was really good, actually, because, um, because yeah, it does seem like he's sort of, it's almost like they're making the weird Memento sequel. Uh, they actually are remaking Memento, aren't yes, they? Yeah. Uh, they're, ma- they're like oh, doing the re- weird remake of Memento, and they're like, well, we got to get the original guy in here yeah. to play somebody. Let's he's like, going to yeah. be the one wiping the memories. Yeah, he's the one wiping the memories. Although it's him that, it's still him that wants these people killed, and yep. it's always a different person, yeah. uh, you know, like because, you know, his, his memory is always going to change who he needs to kill. Yeah. Uh, I made a note. Uh, that said, uh, is Guy Pierce the next Nicolas Cage? Because he sure says yes a lot. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember the last time I saw Guy Pierce in a movie that I went, this movie's good and so is he. The uh, Space Prison <laughs> yeah. one, right? What? The Space Prison one. You like that? Lock- you Lockout? Yeah. Uh, oh. Lockout, yeah. That movie's God. terrible. And I love <laughs> well, it. Yeah. No, no, I know what you're saying. That movie is insane to me. Like how, Well, and they got sued. And they should have gotten sued because, I mean, that is an insane ripoff of Escape yeah. from New York. I yeah. mean, I mean, my God. Anyways, go ahead. I forgot about that movie. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. It's, to- it's bad. It's bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I just, I just feel like he's starting to slip into this uh, I'll, I'll take whatever paycheck you offer me kind of territory. 
Yeah. As an actor, I'm not sure. You still see it, though. When you're a working actor, though, it's like... It, that's got to be kind of common ground, right? It's like if if I can get paid to do acting, like I'm I really do can't, uh, you know, be upset about that. Right, These people, yeah. they, you know, a lot of them have no vanity to them, so they're like, you know, if I can get in a movie and then do what I like, and and then I'm six movies a year. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. you he's, know. In, he's in bedtime stories, right? The oh, the Adam God. Sandler. I haven't movie. I yeah. put that movie out of my head. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't pretty, even remember Adam Sandler being in that movie. I'm pretty sure he's like the bad guy in that, that movie. Movie's Terrible. Oh yeah, it was awful. But I just remember I was like, Kai Pierce is in this. Mm-hmm. Of course, Al Pacino's in Jack and Jill. But, but the, um, the fact that you even brought it up makes me believe yeah. that he's in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Adam Sandler's another great one to talk about. You know, dude's living his life, making the kind of movies he wants to make, and a lot of people think they're awful, but they're you know continue to make money and do well for net. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's this yeah. thing. Well, there's a difference though in that at, at one point in time, Guy Pierce was considered like an actor, actor, and sure. Adam Sandler never was. Yeah. I mean, occasionally. He'll have a movie every few years. Now Now, uh, Adam Sandler's the actor. Right, yeah, exactly. Guy Pierce is in Bloodshot. Another question? Now you got a point. Pointer. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you on Discord? (laughs) I've seen Isaac. Why don't we we do Isaac (laughs) back in the back there? Danae's still looking at men. No, she really (laughs) is. Oh, it's it's locked. I was attempting to. Of course it's locked. I I saw Mark Wahlberg. That's all I know. I was was trying to figure out. What you looking at, bro? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, he would have been good. All right. So, did anybody else like get frustrated with the idea of the technology they were using? Because for Vin Diesel, the blood is supposed to be nanites or whatever, but he's still skin and bones, right? Like, how is he? No. Because <laughs> 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 when they drained him and then put it back in, like they didn't replace his frame or whatever, right? No, and the, they say that he like everything about him. Everything is nanites? Yeah, well, I yeah. thought I it was it blood, has too. To be even his soul. Even is your blood, not that it's in his blood. So, like, right. yeah. everything about him is It was not clearly explained, I and don't like, think. And, like, Iron Lung Lady, like, could be underwater forever, right? And then it seemed mm-hmm. like when she when he closed it off, she's, like, gasping for air through her mouth. Like, it just, the yeah. technology didn't seem to, like, make sense. The, no. the part no. that bothered me the very most is when he decided to cut his hand and put the nanites into the little container and yeah, give it exactly. away but then so so those won't try to get back to his body in that moment but then if he's dying then they try to yeah, get did back he make, to the does body. his body make more to replace those yeah there was a lot of confusing technology right and right. there's there also confusion like why did they flush the old and then put in new is it because they like run out of energy and yes that was yeah that okay, was the percentage okay. i think we're supposed to believe is yeah the energy of the the nanites and what they're I able to do. I kept expecting. Well, okay. um, did you ever see uh, uh, what's that Denzel Russell Crowe virtuosity? Virtuosity. So Russell Crowe is a digital villain, and he gets out into the real world in a body, uh, but he's made of this like shit. So whenever like he cuts off his hand, he just has to find glass. And it just rebuilds us. I kept expecting that to happen. Yeah. Like his nanites would get low on power, and he'd like touch a TV and like. Well, I mean, that is the the but, biggest uh, uh, intellectual stumbling block for the idea of nanotechnology. Iron Man has the same thing with his suit. Is like s- things still can't come from nothing. Yeah. Right. Like you, yeah. you know, it, so there has to be material somewhere that they're building bone and muscle and all that right. out of. And but yeah. But the idea that it was reducing. I mean, that's like the kryptonite thing, right? I mean, they've got to have. He's got to have a weakness, oh, right. or or sure. you know, he's just no yeah. one's going to be able to stop him. But he's supposed to believe. 
So at the end, when he tries to uh, cut off her air supply again, and she goes, like, I would let you do that again. Are we supposed to believe that, like, Wigan, like, hacked yes. that thing? Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, yeah. she meets up with him. But they yeah. didn't spell it out, right? No. no. no she, she, yeah, we thought she killed him, but she just but knocked him. But this is another thing. This is, this is the stuff that I hate about movies, where they try to make things surprises that don't need to be. Yeah. She meets up with him. Obviously, they talk about what their plan is and how he's going to hack yeah. in and all that. And then later on, when, you know, Guy Pierce is, like, futilely trying to make her not breathe anymore, it's like, aha, Wiggins must have hacked it. But, like, there's no reason to not just have that conversation yeah, and say, I, because we don't need that as a surprise. That, there's nothing that's... That was another out. thing with KT that cared. But that scene, though, that I liked, that I thought they could have done more with, I like the idea, like, her, like, the way she uses her ability is that like gassing the room yeah. so no one else can come in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, if they hadn't said that line in the beginning, yeah. about, that makes her immune to aerosols or whatever, yeah, which yeah. I thought was a stupid <laughs> line at the time. But yeah. 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 Or that laced cigarette. That was interesting. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, Other questions out. on the movie? I don't know why. Did you say Bibbidi Boopop? I don't. In the, uh, in the spirit of a Danae rant, <laughs> I want to rant and I want to ask you guys who was upset about the lack of originality in this movie. Mm. Okay, you have Doc Ock mm -hmm. with the arms. Mm -hmm. You've got um, Iron Man with the glowy thing in the chest. Yep. You've got the regeneration like the T-1000. Mm -hmm. You've got nanites from iRobots. I mean, yeah. Is this really what we had, you know, was this the best they have to offer for a franchise like this? Well, yes. and again, if the movie had made <laughs> that awesome. stuff the background and his journey the foreground, we would have cared less about that. But it, the movie chose to make all that the focal point, um, which is, yeah, like I said, I called him Iron Spider at the end when he has those arms yep. with the, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was pretty unoriginal. That elevator fight, God, I could, I could go 10 years without seeing somebody... <laughs> fighting on top of an elevator, it's and I'd be fine. It's interesting, though, because this has been going on with comics ever since Marvel and DC started, because, I mean, you know, DC has challengers in the unknown. Stan Lee creates Fantastic Four, and, you know, you have Green Arrow and Hawkeye, and, you know, you know, I mean, I mean, that's not, that's not, I don't, that, I guess that doesn't bother me. It's just more like it, it comes down to the characters themselves and motivation. It's the way that it's the movie is that the story is written. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Yeah. If the story it's, had it's been like, written differently, I think it would have been. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. I know what you're saying. I, it's I don't like it's like you hear no. music. Nobody's invented a new note. Yeah. In hundreds of thousands of years. You know what I mean? But people no. have, have invented nope. new songs. No, this movie. Would you like to hear it? <laughs> no. No, this movie was copying Iron Man. I think Frank tweeted something about Iron Man Four, right? Yeah. No, this movie was clearly trying to copy that. They didn't have to, though. Like, because like, right. I don't. Sure. I never think of Iron Man when I'm reading the comic. Well, and I don't think the Bloodshot yeah. comic is is feels as rip-offy as the no, movie ended up feeling. It does Because doesn't. the people making the movie had to movieize it. Yeah, yeah, Anytime yeah. you can think of more than ten movies that this movie... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah right? It's just the way it goes. Probably it's is like, a problem. It's like that... What was that... Um, what was the, the the one about the... Uh, I can't think of it. Just forget it. <laughs> I will. Was it, it Done. Was, was it Done. Cats? Because they ripped off Cats, too, right? Now. Forgotten. Yeah. Somebody had a question over here. At, yeah. Yep, go ahead. All the way from Alabama. So, basically, whenever movies like this come out... Uh, We've had a few in the past, of course, like they was just saying. But there were some characters that kind of stood out. Like you, of course, had uh, Wiggins, and I think KT was very underused. Mm -hmm. uh, I, it's a bit of a stretch, but like the Thor movies, they didn't get good until the third one. Do you guys think there's any redeeming stuff in here to like maybe make a sequel that could 
possibly make this stand out more going forward? I don't think forward? Vin Diesel would let them do that. So as long as he's involved, I think that's your problem. Let, I think let them do what? I think he's got an ego. and I mean, I just think he's going to do it the way he wants to do it. I mean, I just... I don't know that he's listening to other people. And well, because he's a producer, right? But yeah. is he choosing the director, you think? He could I mean, be. The, I mean, The Rock does that. If it's the, a first, it was a first-time director, I guarantee you he chose the director. Yeah. The, yeah, and the difference between Thor and this, even though Thor, I agree with you, it didn't really get good until that third one, was Kenneth Branagh directed the first one versus... David S. Pumpkins. Right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, and even even further than hey, that, they have got Kev- Corona man, and they have Kevin respect. Feige. I don't know if like, <laughs> like I don't know if Valiant is thinking that far ahead. Like you know, Marvel brought in Feige to right. oversee everything. So that I think that more than anything, I mean, has a yeah, lot to v- do with Vin it. Vin Diesel is the Feige of this movie, and, and that's uh, not going to work. It's not if, a good role for him. If they if they do bring somebody like Feige in, like if they brought a Joss Whedon in and said, here, take these Valiant properties and do your thing. Maybe, but I think you get one try at this for a property like this. Yeah, and I think if this do. doesn't fly, that there's not another. And one. Maybe, you maybe what, they'll do a TV show or something down the road. I think we just wait because did you guys ever see Triple X? Because mm-hmm. it came know. out, it's pretty shitty, terrible. Everybody forgot about it. Yeah. Then a few years later, they made a sequel with Ice Cube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then like eight years later, Vin Diesel made another one. So yeah. you know, I don't think the box office or the reviews can tell us whether or not they'll be. And a we might shot. be getting a last no, right. hunter two. Yeah, yeah, well, he and, is making and, the last well, Witch Hunter too. Yeah, also, and another considering movie. Uh, all the the big movies that are moving back now and everything, yeah. and these these yeah. movies that we're seeing now are getting a full like free reign. At yeah, the yeah, yeah. Bloodshot make a hundred million in like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, will they be smart enough to realize if it makes a hundred million <laughs> that it was because of that, yeah. not yeah. because of it being awesome? You yeah. know. Yeah. Well, I, 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 don't, I can't was, figure out what movie studios are thinking. That theater was empty, though. Oh. I was going to say, Bloodshot's yeah. not going to make a bunch of money. Movie theaters are going to go under. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's the like, much more likely. If that was a Friday night, that yeah. place should have been, like, especially concessions. You guys all got in and went right up to the concession line. That place should have had 20 people well, in each line. And AMC announced, I know Regal's doing this AMC. I got an email from AMC because I'm a Stubbs member. They're both doing the, you know, 50% capacity. That's going to limit tickets, yep. too. Yeah. Yep. But the... The truth is, I can't remember the last time I went to an opening night movie, and I go almost every week where it was more than fifty percent full. Anyway, like people aren't oh. going to to movies. No, like, it, where I live, it's I mean, it's insanely packed. Yeah. It's your turn to point. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that hand come up immediately. So your turn to point. I don't know. Just given the podcast for this movie, it occurred to me because I was scrolling through the Sincast stuff. I didn't see one for nineteen seventeen. Was that in the planning or? We never did a mini podcast. No, what happened was I made it a recommend, and Chris had seen it, so we talked about it on a regular episode for about 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so I've had a couple people ask on Twitter if we're going to do one, and I just directed them to that episode and said, Mm -hmm. we talked about it there. Yeah, because yeah, and Chris and I had discussed doing in one, but Chris said you guys had already talked about it, so that's why we decided not to do one But that movie rules. yeah. Like that movie was your top of last year? No, it was in my top five. It was in the top Knives five. Out was my top of last year, yeah. I think it's in my top three of last year. Um and it's up there with you guys. It's in mm-hmm. my top it's in my top ten for sure. Uh it's 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 better than I thought it was going to be, even though it got insanely hyped, and that never happens. Um it, it went in different places, even though I knew about the one shot concept, it went in different places that I didn't expect, especially from a traditional war movie. Um, yeah, it's good. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Sudden Cumberbatch. 
No, that's a movie that has lots of people in it. I know. 1917. They hired a lot of guys. Liam Neeson. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, to the, back the guy row. who played Tommen in Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> to the back row. Yeah. Uh, it was that guy. <laughs> Tommen. So since we're talking about the virus, um, do we think that with all the movies that are getting pushed back, could 2020 end up having like the best end of year mo- in movies in decades? So no, if you just push because would they all... all of it? Sorry, you're not even done talking. Oh, no, no, that was it. That was it. So what happens? Um, <laughs> No, because they're all going to compete with each other when they do come back in. This is why Fast and Furious 12 pushed to 2021 of spring, because so many have pushed to late summer or fall, it's going to be overcrowded. So you're just, you're just oversaturated. I think some of these movies will go to next year. Well, and plus, the movies that are moving back are not like paragons of quality or anything like that. Yeah. They're just... You know, they're just big blockbuster movies, and I think all the other stuff that's getting made. Now, there may be some sort of uh, uh, problem with some of these big movies getting pushed back because other movies that thought they had a nice yeah. spot yeah. are going to have to move back. Yeah. And I don't know. I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of years where like just an incredible amount of great movies came out in December. I don't know if you can even top some of the years that have even ha- that have already happened. Actually, it's well, they can still big. only release so many movies. So, I mean, yeah. what's going to happen is like, I, I think a lot of these movies, are, not a lot, but I think there's going to be a decent amount moving to 2021, like Fast and Furious. Because, and especially with global markets, although I don't really know what's going on. I heard China was opening some theaters again and stuff. So, I don't know what's going on there, but I think that has a lot to do with Fast and Furious and, and oh, especially sure. Disney. Because, I mean, Mulan not opening in China and they have a horrible pirating problem. Mm. Um, you know, they, they could lose upwards of a billion dollars. I think it's going to be interesting because it's streaming. There's going to be so much more streaming. People well, they going just to announced Twitch. Frozen Two is coming Frozen to Disney Plus early. way early, three yep. months early. Yeah, yep. well, this weekend, Sunday. So, I think it's tomorrow. Yeah, it's the yeah. perfect time to other see your friends. Other things other things that are shooting right now have stopped production. That's true. Yeah. So, so that, and that's another reason things. stuff will move to 2021 because yeah. these movies aren't going to be able to release when they were supposed to. Mm. There's movies that are supposed to release at the end of this year that have stopped production. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it depends on what I mean, we're doing. I mean, they're just doing this wait and see thing. I mean, yeah. yeah, sure, they're saying, oh, we're pushing this back, but they don't know where to put it yet. No. Yeah, who's to say, you know, late summer is going to be long enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be able to go see all these movies in the fall because I'm going to be watching the NHL games they're making up. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right. That's very true. Uh, go ahead. Yep. Watching baseball in December. <laughs> they're just, like, freezing right. their asses off. So my question is, if any of you guys lost a bet with one of – any of you guys, um, which would be the worst or the most uncomfortable movie to watch with your parents? Mine, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, Maniac, uh, Volume One. Yeah, mine would Human be. Centipede? Mine would be. Uh, mine would be Blue is the warmest color. Yeah. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Uh, oh, hey, all right. So, <laughs> so Blue Blue is the warmest color is a great movie. Honestly, it it has it, it's it's a relationship movie. It's the ups and downs. The the the, the passion and the, the downfall of a relationship. And it's a beautiful, terrific movie. Leah Sadu uh, is fantastic. It has a very extended sex scene uh, in it that's very graphic. Um, graphic in terms of, you know, they're not shying away from anything. Um, <laughs> and, it's, and it's perfectly put in that movie. It's, it's wonderful to watch not only... Mm-hmm. Pervily, yeah, but also in the context of that movie. Having said that, that would be the worst one, definitely to watch with your parents. Well, especially if you know the context and how uncomfortable those two women were. 
making that movie. Yeah. And yeah. how they kind of regretted some of that stuff later on. I, I've told this story before. I was actually watching Training Day uh, with my wife. Um, this was before we were married. And her dad walks in. And it's right at the scene where Denzel takes Ethan Hawke to the Hispanic gang house. And they're playing cards. And they start giving Ethan Hawke a hard time because Denzel's gone. And so one guy's like, hey. You like having your shit packed in? <laughs> you like having your shit packed in? And like her dad is standing right above me. And I'm like, I swear to God, this is a good movie. Like, this is not, like, oh, please don't. It's like, fucking Dr. Dre. Please don't ban your daughter from dating me. Uh, but yeah, no, I think anything with graphic nudity would probably be top of the list. Yeah, I guess that's the that's the main thing. I, um, I don't know. In-laws is actually maybe even a little worse just because, like, I don't know. My mom and I could, like, laugh stuff off. You know, whereas if it was like me and my mother-in-law and like blue is the warmest color came on, you know, that'd be a little. <laughs> she'd, but, be, um, she'd be like, "Let yeah. me get you a beer, John." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I, I've never seen Human Centipede. I'm still going with Human Centipede. I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that would be a pleasant movie. That my I can't imagine that'd be a pleasant day for me and my mom watching people yeah. in each other's asses. I just don't. Yeah, I, that's true. I think of a movie like that either. like Short Bus. Which yes, is, no, that's a good just, one. It's got, you know, it's got it's got heterosexual sex. It's got yeah. homosexual sex. Yeah. It's got all sorts of stuff and and it's real. It's like actual, yeah. you know, actual real sex. And what you seen is fucked up, man. Is that John Cameron Mitchell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The uh, cuz like the Caligula orgy scene mm -hmm. is coordinated. Oh, Caligula. Right? That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, that'd be a, that'd be a just weird a one. bad movie. I mean, you know, you, you, <laughs> yeah, saw that, you saw that with your parents when you were five. That <laughs> was fine. That's right. The Caligula orgy looks like a Roman orgy. Like, yeah, it's explicit and it's got stuff and things and semen. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, 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 know. yeah. <laughs> but the short bus one is like everybody's on top of each other. Mm -hmm. Like, they're all, I don't know if they it's know like the who's Halsey dick video. Sucking, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> is it like the Halsey just, video? Yeah, like the barn it's in scene. A barn. <laughs> but it's it's just. I know. <laughs> I, I want these sex scenes to be more clear, so I know who's, like, whose dick is getting sucked. It's like it's the Marvel action scene of sex scenes. Yeah, it really yeah. is. There's too much cutting, <laughs> man. <laughs> everything you need wrong. Awareness. <laughs> oh man, I hope we do everything wrong with short bus. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe bowling for Columbine. Oh. Anything politics, you know? Like yeah. It's, yeah mm -hmm. I'm just going to say ditto. Oh, my well, God. Happiness, happiness is it. I mean, that's an shit. answer. Yeah. You shouldn't watch Christ. happiness in front of anyone. <laughs> what about storytelling? Storytelling, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that what another... immediately I thought. Like, happiness, as soon as they said that, I was like, Happiness oh. is the one I always go to. Like, I, like, that's the one, like, great, like, what I would consider a great movie that I would never recommend to a soul. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't it's... think storytelling's great. Oh, no, 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 I don't either. Happiness, I could happiness see quality, is a really, really good movie. Great actor. And is that another uh, the same guy that did Todd Salons? Yeah, yeah it's Todd Salons. Welcome Todd to Dollhouse. Yeah. Welcome to Dollhouse is pretty rough too. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Until the movie started last night, I had a tiny bit of hope it was going to be Jeremy's cut of Passengers. Oh. I was hoping you could give us <laughs> an update on how that's going, and also if you have any plans on making a Go Gay for Gandalf too. No, God, no. Um, <laughs> you know. That was so much fun, making that music video. That day was a blast. Uh, probably not. My musical endeavors have not gone over well with the fans of CinemaSins. Um, <clears throat> uh, as far as, uh, what was the other question? Uh, passengers. 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 So first of all, if I were to show Passengers to a group of people, it would never happen in a movie theater. Um, and it could not happen uh, within the scheduled confines of a paid event. 
Uh, I would be breaking the law if I were to show it to you right now. Uh, I'm probably not going to go to jail for it, but it's not the kind of law-breaking I like to do. Originally, <laughs> what I wanted to do was after we were done today at Dave & Buster's, was turn to all you guys and say, now that Sin Week is over, let's go back to Made In and I'll show you this movie for free. But I didn't get it done in time because I actually had it done, my hard drive crashed, I lost it, I had to start over and I haven't completed it again. Maybe next year. I would love to show it to people because I really think that movie is good if you just rearrange some of it. And, and I, I, have, I have seen the rough cut of that. Yes, you have. Passengers, the space movie, 2016. I know. And, it's, and the, the, the other one is even worse than the Chris Pratt one. Yes, it is. Yes, that it one is. can't be saved with editing. Anne Hathaway? Yeah. But uh, no, uh, Jeremy has what I think is, is the right idea to fix this movie. There's only so much you can do with this movie. Uh, but it, he's, you'll, you'll like it if you ever see it. Well, there, I have hopes. There you go. Yeah. I just, uh, not done yet. And now we're all going to ask you questions. So, no, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions? Uh, yeah, one or two more, Louise. But I want to give a shout out to Jen with her rant of us being split up into two cinemas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my wife can rant. That is, that is true. I am uh, going in that theater. She, she, that, was, that was exactly what she said. I got to, I have I to, talk to, to witness to. that. <laughs> and I said, you have to talk to a corporate office. They're not going to change the rules for us. <clears throat> what was the rant? She just uh, could, she was not up. having it last night that we were into. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There were a couple of rants about the movie theater. One, they had Reese's pieces in the case, but they would not give Danae some Reese's pieces because they true. said they were out. What? Um, oh, well, they, they said they were the out, display. and I said they're right there. And then we talked about this morning. They're probably like ten years old, yeah, so displayed. that probably wouldn't have been a good idea. But the whole thing about us having to split into two theaters, and I apologize, Aaron, because we should have been in the theater that had no previews, but I said, no, <laughs> I'm going into that one with Danae and Justin. Um, but How I dare said, you do that to me? <laughs> I did rant. I said, we have been in the same room all day long. Why can we not be in the same room watching a movie? It was ridiculous, and Aaron said, Chris already bought that battle. And I said, but he didn't have me there <laughs> to tell him, this is what we're going to do, although I don't think I would have been able to... Well, you were on the verge of just going into the other theater and saying, guys, we're all going to this theater and just ignoring <laughs> well, this the, is, the, and, the, the and Ashley was the one standing there. That's who she was kind of going at. Yes. Like, she doesn't work at the theater. <laughs> so, no, I knew that. And I did apologize to Ashley. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make waves. She's like, I'm just trying to follow the rules. This is your, this is your classic movie theater cover your half ass uh, yes. type of thing because it, it doesn't do anything. There's, there's nothing. You know, come no. on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Still, yes. Yeah. That'd be. Oh, I was on Chris's thing. lap. I mean, yeah. I told Justin. I said, I mean, "Sir, you're we gonna were have like to rubbing each other the whole time." <laughs> I didn't matter. I couldn't even tell who was on who. And right. Right. <laughs> yeah. You where, yeah. You didn't know where Jonathan began and I ended. Right. Yeah. yeah. Aaron drank out of my water bottle. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I will say. Uh, those Reese's Pieces in the case are probably eight years old. Yeah. You probably don't want to eat those. But they yeah. probably should have moved them if they didn't have any more. Like, why not take them out? They, 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 they didn't know that it was there. They don't have a key. Those workers don't have a key to that oh, case. Gotcha. They didn't know that was there. One there more question. Is. One nice. more. One more. I think Ooh. we need one more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all you. You're the only Yeah, hand. you're the only I'm one. Just making hand. sure. Uh, this is kind of a broad question, and I want you guys to interpret it however you want to. So for Danae? Uh, Sorry, that for was everybody? really bad. I just, it was, <laughs> wow. That was really oh bad. My God. That was, wow. I apologize. Yeah. Two pockets I don't feel so row, bad man. about right. quoting Welcome to the Dollhouse <laughs> yeah. anymore. Thank you. <laughs> um, so who in Hollywood uh, just needs to shut the hell up? There you go. Wow. Oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Me>? Everyone! <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> is this an easier question if we say who doesn't? Uh, I know, it is, Tom actually. Hanks is a lovely man. I would be happy if Sean Penn never talked again. Uh, I'm going to go with Trump. Yes. In Hollywood? Because he's, well, he's kind of a crossover, right? Sure, I mean, sure. he, he, had a, he had a reality shows. TV uh, show. He's in Home Alone 2. Yeah, Trump. Sure. See? Oh, okay. Uh, there's a, no, there's a couple. I'm going to go to Twitter and, and remind Are myself. you looking up beefy guys again? <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't like pay much attention to stuff people are saying anyway either. so i don't even know who's saying things that need to shut up well kanye's not an actor but he needs to shut up mm. can i ask a question though when did uh when did james woods become like full villain mode? he needs to shut up uh when he got a lot of attention on twitter for it i think <clears throat> he he had a reputation for being a bit of a dick back in his heyday right yeah. but like not super dick, right? He still got leading man jobs. He's been a he's been a dick for a really long time. Have you ever heard have you ever read anything about him and um uh what's her name? Oh, uh, was the, it uh, Sean Young? Yeah, have you read anything about him and Sean Young from the late eighties? It sounds familiar. Yeah, look that up. Uh, uh he's been an awful person yeah, <laughs> for, I mean, for a long just, time. But he know. still needs to shut up. Yeah, he definitely yeah. needs to shut up. But like yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean I'm I'm pretty much firm in the fact that most people should probably shut up, but you know. <laughs> I it's interesting just, because I, I think I'm actually the op like I talk, talk all you want. Like I it doesn't I don't know. It doesn't I'm, affect anything. It doesn't affect me. Like, I agree you know, with that. Pretty much like, nothing offends you though. No, no, you're, but not offend even no, and you're right. I think offense is a waste of energy a lot of times. But but I mean Fuck you. But no, you're right. Somebody being You're a good. dick is not, it's uh, not affecting it me. It doesn't affect me is yeah. what I said. Not offend. Affect. Like, I, you know, I just don't, uh, I, if you would disagree with me on something, say what you believe. I, but I you think know. trying to make a point on Twitter is just worthless. There's well, no reason. Well, and like, Joaquin no got reason. a lot of flack, right? Like, Joaquin got a lot of yeah. flack this year with his award speeches, you know, progressively just got the last more one. and more. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, let the dude say what he wants to say and then, you know, move on with your life. I don't know. I just, it doesn't, I like, I like free speech. I'm a huge just free speech Just aesthetically, like, though, you know. I wished he had just stuck yes. to the movie no, rather it. than like, it. let's talk about cabs for a second. Sure. Yeah. 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 In the most graphic way possible. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That was um, weird. But so anyway. I immediately went to Twitter and found someone that I loved. So I failed. Sorry about that. <laughs> but there is a really good voice. Um, Jamila. Jamila? She's yeah. incredible. She's From a good place. She's, she's a, annoying a lot of people and having a good time doing it, but also getting so much flack, so tons and tons of hate. So yeah, what does she do? Yeah. You mentioned awesome. this before. What is she? I, I don't follow her. What does she, she do? She calls out uh, companies who do the diet drinks and stuff, which is essentially just making young girls I'm or listening. really anyone just... No, no, no. <laughs> this is like detox and stuff like that. Just poop themselves the, all day. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a diarrhea thing, and it's really, really unhealthy. And um, it's completely unregulated. So she's a huge, huge. <laughs> they're making hands. <laughs> it's funny. No, not really. <laughs> okay, um, as someone who has so, like pretty severe like stomach problems, I have never lost weight. So this is really pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, so she's. I mean, she calls people out. She's also super great about talking about her own life experiences, and she just is super honest and transparent. That's like awesome. she just posted a video of her little arm wobbliness just to kind of like hey, like hey this is normal or refusing to be photoshopped and has yeah, like yeah. little muffin sections of her body just like we all do and so I like I don't know I, I, love, I love her but she pisses a lot of people if we're off. talking about people we love I love Chrissy Teigen on Twitter and I even though she says some pretty rude shit sometimes mm -hmm. but like that I love I just 
she's great. Like she just she can brighten your day up so quickly because she is not afraid. Mm-hmm. And you know, even if but sometimes maybe she's calling Jay Moore's baby ugly or the name stupid or whatever. <laughs> but uh, that's not nice. But uh, but there's so much there's so much good that comes out of that. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, I don't know. Not I, that think, I think the reason why I say everyone is because yeah. the original point gets eventually just gets. Uh, a, a landslide of comments Absolutely. and things, and and people who shouldn't be amplified start getting amplified yeah. from that, sure. yeah. and and so it sort of creates and this mushroom cloud of just nonsense. Yeah, and, and so bullshit. much of it is purposefully and divisive for, too. And for know, the love just, of yeah. God, quit retweeting stuff that you don't agree with. Right? It, yeah, I don't oh get my that. God, that drives me crazy. Yeah. I think about the guy who sings the Pepto jingle in the commercial oh yeah and how happy he sounds when he sings diarrhea <laughs> i think about that a lot yeah like he's he's in a recording studio <laughs> and there's a director and they're like you know i need the, the word diarrhea to be a little more happy when you sing it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we're curing that diarrhea we're not bringing it <laughs> and so he sings upset stomach diarrhea and like, can you say it sexier and, and and how big are the residual checks he gets Every time that commercial airs, and does he walk around the house with the diarrhea song stuck in his head? Probably. He's, he I walks around his summer home and says, the diarrhea commercial paid for all this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love that you think that, when that session singers have residuals on their... They weren't given 50 bucks to come in for a when day. He's, and when he's sing. closing off the West Wing for the winter, he's thinking, <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. Good. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this mini pod pod. of Bloodshot. (laughs) Uh, Not as robust as the Us uh, mini pod that was like last year, man, that movie had so many things to talk about. That's so much to say. That's why it's so disappointing this year. I mean, you know. It's it, it's you're gonna you're gonna take your chances with the with the when we schedule these things and you don't yeah. know what's coming out. We, we can't fun control together. it. We had fun as a unit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but um, anyway, <laughs> yes, that's right. Two units, correct. <laughs> Dang it! I know. Thanks, Jen. Um, <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, uh, what did you think about this movie? Go to Syncast presented by CinemaSins on Facebook. We're also on CinemaSins Twitter, Music Video Sins Twitter. We're also on SoundCloud. We're on Discord. If you want to get on Discord, you can go to our Reddit page and go to the right side of the page and get a link there, or you can go to the Facebook page and go and private message me there. I will give you a link from there. Uh, where else can people find you lovely people? Uh, Behind the Sins is on Twitter, CinemaSins BTS, mm-hmm. and you can find me at Danae Says on Twitter. Uh, at Aaron Dicer on Twitter, and uh, all my movie stuff is at SiftPop.com. That's SiftPop with a T. Uh, at Sam Loomis 13 on Twitter, and that's that's about it. And also, I've quit Twitter. No, just <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, that'll do it for this Sin Week uh, mini pod of Bloodshot. It's Chris Atkinson, Jeremy Scott, Barrett Share, Jonathan Watkins, Aaron Dicer, and Danae Hughes. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com.
if you're playing ski ball, don't don't lick. Don't balls. lick the ball. But, this should have uh, been. I wish I had known about this. This should have been my rant yesterday. I've gotten in the last like 36 hours, maybe 200 emails from like any yeah. place mm-hmm. I have ever fucking visited, mm-hmm. telling me that they're gonna try not to give me coronavirus. Mm-hmm. I assumed that's the case. I, you don't have to send me a fucking email. I like how uh, TPAC, the Performing Arts Center, sent me an email saying, here is our cleaning policy, so you're aware we're on top of this. So 12 hours later, we're shutting down for a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anybody have pressing questions for... Uh, He's going to bring the mic over to Yeah, we'll get the oh, mic out. Or yeah. comments or anything. Oh, my other favorite... Psycho killer. <laughs> my other favorite cheesy line was, He's a dead soldier. America makes more every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. This movie, man. Oh. It has a little bit better than normal. What? Hang tight. We're uh-huh. not getting any audio right now. Oh, so. well, that's uh, okay. We, we are recording it, I think, but it's is not there, on Is the audio stream. recording? Okay, so we have the audio recording, but the stream's not getting the audio right now. Okay. All right. Uh, how do we want to proceed? I think we should mime. <laughs> Checking his phone. <laughs> well, my my mom, even though she knows I'm like in the middle of doing it, she's just deciding to text me and making, okay. sure, well, you making left sure I'm not sick. You left your house key there, so, you know. <laughs> I, no, that uh, was your mom. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I'm saying it said your mom. Also, speaking of which, there was a moment in the in the previews where it was like a a movie, and there's people in hazmat suits. Oh, lovely! And so it's like the world thought that this was what was happening, but really it was. And then there's this pause, and Louise and I go, "The coronavirus." Nice. Oh yeah, you you did say you went. Yeah, it's made by Al Pacino. <laughs> Booty sweat. So that was the that was the adult story you went to as a linesman, uh, and you bought a twelve pack of pussy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bloodshot. It is bloodshot. I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> it's it is, KT, it is not Katie. That's right. KT. Initials don't. Yeah, I, I said KT, not Katie. You you guys know it says live in seven hours. Yeah, they they know. <laughs> We're aware, Chris. Stop being a dick. Live. Just tell me. I will tell you. <laughs> Live. Live from a bunker. In the heart of Maiden. It's Cinema Sif Pop. Yeah. Welcome. Thanks for coming back. Love you all again. Um, as a big fan of the laugh track, Chris is going to tell us a joke. No, and all no of you- I'm not. Okay, Chris is not. I will do no such thing, sir. <laughs>